Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast, the show for women who want to develop a kinder relationship with their body so you can feel healthy, happy, and confident without restricting food, doing torturous exercise, or constantly worrying about the number on the scale. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, size inclusive fitness specialist and certified non diet health and life coach specializing in body image. This podcast is here to provide weight neutral, health at every size aligned information and coaching on sustainable habits and mindset shifts so you can feel your very best in the body you have right now. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Joyful Movement Show. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, certified personal trainer and body image coach. And if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. I am so glad you're here. And if you've been hanging out for a while, well, I hope you know that I love you and I'm so thankful that we can connect in this way. So this is episode 71. And today I want to ask you a really important question. And that is, how much fun are you allowing in your life? And I say allowing because I think a lot of us, myself included, really resist fun. And that's a huge barrier to joy. I have become aware recently of this pattern in myself, and I wanted to share some of my personal reflections and my own thought work that I've been coaching myself through over the last couple of weeks in hopes that you can relate and it'll give you pause to think about your own relationship with fun. So (laughs) I'll tell you a little story. The month of March, I'm recording this uh, the first week of April, (laughs) the month of March was a big suck fest in my life. It was it was not a fun month. Um, there was some death in my family and uh, a friend of mine. Uh, there was some really, really bad news that I'm still processing. The heaviness of what's going on in the world globally with the war in Ukraine. And, and then on top of all that, I got COVID in the middle of March and I got sucked into this vortex of negativity. It was not pretty, my friends. Everything seemed so much harder. I, there were days where I didn't even get out of bed. I had no desire to work. And I'm not just talking about when I was sick. Like my sickness kind of came after all this other bad stuff had happened, even before I got sick. There were two days where I was just paralyzed in bed, couldn't get myself up to do work. There was no creativity flowing. Everything felt forced and like an obligation. And I just like retreated into myself. And once I did kind of move beyond that initial paralysis, I was still really distracted and irritable at home. I didn't reach out to friends and community, right, where I, I know how much connection would have helped, but I, I couldn't make myself reach out. I even neglected my own self-care. I was noticing I didn't even wash my face every day because I just didn't care. I didn't put any thought into nourishing my body with food or movement. I just lazed around at home. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with prioritizing rest, but I was deliberately avoiding movement. And I just grabbed whatever food was readily available. Most of the time it was toast. 
I was so focused on how awful I felt and how little energy I had. And then after my sickness, um, I, I mean, I did give myself time to to rest and recover. Like, you know, I the COVID did hit me pretty hard. And there were a couple of days where I was really sick and I had to stay in bed. But even after that initial, I just I found myself really feeling negative about it all. I dwelled on how much strength I had lost and how hard it was to breathe going up the stairs. I'd lost all this lung capacity and I had zero motivation to move my body at all or even take myself outside for some fresh air. I just moped around and stayed stuck in these yucky feelings and dwelled on how hard it was going to be to get going again. Now, like I say, there's nothing wrong with rest. And giving your body the time to heal and recover. And I did do that. And I'm also not trying to promote toxic positivity and say we should just ignore how we feel and buck up, ignore what is, and and get on with life. I mean, it's true. Things were hard for a period of time. So I'm not saying that I should have just ignored all that and try to spin it around to focus on the positive or fake it till you make it. I mean, I did have an illness and I did have some deep feelings to process. I needed to honor all of that and give myself lots of grace and self-compassion and patience. And I did. And those were definitely necessary to get through that negative time. And also, what I noticed in myself was how I blocked joy. I blocked any sense of fun and joy because when hard stuff is going on, I realized how I default to an old pattern of believing that I can't have fun or joy in my life if other people are struggling. And another big core belief I have is just that life is hard, that things are hard all the time. And there's different variations of that, how they show up for me. Thoughts like nothing good comes without hard work or without sacrifice and struggle, or I have to work hard to earn good things. And if it wasn't my best effort, it didn't count. And I realize more and more in believing that, that I create a lot more difficulty for myself. By believing that life is hard, I feel defeated. So before I even start something, I have in my mind that it's going to be hard and miserable and it's going to take a long time and it's going to take so much effort. And that leaves no room for fun or joy. And it makes anything I do achieve feel like it really wasn't all that worthwhile, right? Because it was so hard to do. It sure doesn't motivate me to try again or try new things. It's no wonder my creativity feels limited, right? As long as I believe that things are going to suck, that the journey is going to be so much work and it might not pay off anyway, why would I want to bother? So to spin this all around and bring it back to our relationship with exercise or movement, I want to ask you, is it possible That you're not finding movement joyful because you have a belief that it has to be hard? I wouldn't be shocked if you did. I mean, the fitness industry is built on this belief, right? Think of all of those motivational sayings like, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Embrace the suck. No pain, no gain. Go big or go home. Just do it. Choose your hard. We are literally conditioned to think that exercise has to be hard or it's not worth doing. And I want to ask you, How does that make you feel? Like, repeat those sayings out loud and notice how you feel in your body. When you say things like, no pain, no gain, 
go big or go home, choose your heart, embrace the suck. How does that feel in your body? Maybe a little tense, pressured, inadequate? Are there feelings of dread? (laughs) Does it make you want to retreat and curl up on the couch and watch Netflix? Totally, right? No wonder we all struggle with motivation. Now, perhaps you're able to rise above those negative feelings, stuff them down and just do it. There's a pretty strong likelihood that if you do drum up the willpower and force yourself to go work out, you're going to end up pushing yourself really hard, not listening to your body and not having any fun or joy in movement. Because joy can't exist when we believe it must be hard to be effective. Fun and joy isn't even on our radar when we're thinking about exercise this way because we think that's not what it's even about. For a brief moment, that's where my brain went after I was sick. Uh, For me, my experience with COVID was I didn't bounce back quick. (laughs) I know some people with this new variant are, you know, they're a little sniffle and they're right back to their normal life. That was not me. I was sick in bed for several days. And even afterwards, there were lingering symptoms for a couple of weeks. I felt really tired. My energy was just non-existent. And I had this shortness of breath um, for a couple of weeks lingering. So I thought that even getting out for a walk would feel really hard. And it probably would. I had no motivation to get off the couch and get going. All I could think about was how out of shape I felt, how much strength I'd lost, and how hard it would be to get back to where I was. So for a little bit, I felt really defeated and I did nothing. But I'm very thankful that I caught those negative thoughts that were going through my mind and I was able to reframe them before they spiraled into what my old pattern would have been, which was get your butt off the couch and get out there. In the past, that's definitely how I would have responded. I would have gotten angry at myself for being down for so long. And the second that I wasn't bedridden, I would have forced myself to get out there and work even harder to make up for what I'd lost. And yep, continually reinforcing the belief that things have to be hard all the time. But I did catch it. I caught that repeating loop that my brain was in. I became aware of the negative thoughts and I became curious. I realized how I create a lot of misery in my own life by believing things have to be hard. And I also know that when I prioritize fun and ease, I feel better. I can show up better for my family and in my work. So when it came to re-entering the world of movement after being sick, once I knew I was ready to get moving again, and with my running specifically, I was very intentional about making it as fun as possible. Because for sure, physically, it was hard. There's no getting around the reality that I did lose some strength and some endurance while I was sick. So I had to show myself lots of grace. So I intentionally chose a day where it was beautiful outside and I chose a route that took me along the lake so I could look out at the water at sunset. I listened to an audiobook that I was really interested in and I went super slow and I took tons of walk breaks. I took all the pressure off myself. And guess what? It felt good. My body certainly felt like it got a challenge, but I did not kill myself. It was fun. It was light. There was joy amidst the challenge. And I came back feeling refreshed and rejuvenated instead of depleted. So here's what I want you to get out of all of this. is Sometimes when it comes to training or movement, it's going to feel hard. But that doesn't mean there can't be joy. 
Our work is in changing our mindset from exercise has to be hard to movement can be challenging and fun. What would happen to your motivation if you asked yourself, how can I make movement fun? Or what activity would be enjoyable for me? Or how could I move to bring me a little joy or good feelings in my body? And here's the interesting thing about core beliefs. It's never about just one thing. Chances are you don't just believe that exercise needs to be hard. For myself, I'm becoming aware of a pattern about choosing hard and all of the different places that this shows up for me. It's definitely not just in my relationship with movement. It's huge for me in my business. I've even seen this pattern show up in my thoughts and feelings about podcasting. I would find myself thinking things like, oh, it takes so much time. I haven't got anything good to say. It's so hard. And then I find myself staring at a blank screen, spinning my wheels, getting frustrated and perpetuating the belief that podcasting is hard and takes a long time. Likely, if you hold this belief that things have to be hard, you believe it about other things too. Maybe relationships feel hard. Maybe eating and food prep feels hard. Maybe work feels hard. Saving money, accepting yourself and your body feels hard. It's never just about one thing. And that's what I love about thought work and coaching is when my clients come to me thinking that they want to work on their relationship with movement and then they end up experiencing changes in their body image, their work life, their relationship, their whole sense of self. It's amazing. And I use these same tools that I use with my clients on myself. So as I'm becoming aware and noticing this pattern and all the different ways that everything has to be hard shows up, I'm working to challenge that belief. And I encourage you to do the same. Ask yourself, what if this were easy? How can I make this fun for me? Or how can I do this in a way that brings me joy? So here's the lesson in all of this. Hard things happen. And in life, we will have to deal with some hard stuff. And I encourage you to look at where you're choosing or dwelling on hard and blocking fun because you believe that things have to be hard or you don't deserve fun. Thankfully, we can change our beliefs. Awareness is the first step. We must become aware of how our thoughts and beliefs are influencing the results we're getting in life. And once we have that awareness, we can choose to think differently. Definitely, it takes some practice, but we can learn to believe something different by offering our brain new thoughts. So the new thought that I'm practicing that I'm offering my brain is easy and fun can be easy and fun. Just that simple. Like life would be a whole lot easier and more enjoyable if I simply chose to get out of my own way and allow more fun and ease. And ironically, as I've been practicing this new thought that easy and fun can be easy and fun, this morning as I was waiting for a client, I had some music on in preparation for her session and I was moving around setting up equipment and I found myself just dancing for five minutes and it felt so good. I mean, it wasn't a workout. I didn't sweat. I didn't get out of breath. But I had so much fun just singing and dancing around for five minutes, and it changed how I felt instantly. And then after my client left and I went to sit down and write this podcast, amazingly, it felt so much easier because I'd allowed myself that little dose of fun. Proof that how we think changes how we feel and how we engage with life and the results that we get. I just love 
thought work. So back to my original question, how much fun are you allowing in your life? And could you allow a little more by challenging the belief that things need to be hard? I encourage you to journal on that this week. See what you come up with. See what changes when you seek some fun amidst the hard in life. And I'd love to hear how that goes for you. Feel free to drop me a DM on social media. I'm at Radiant Vitality Wellness and share your takeaways about this episode. So my friend, I hope that you have a great week, that you experience lots of fun and find some joyful movement too. I'll see you back here next week with more non-diet motivation. And in the meantime, be well, and here's to your radiant vitality. Thanks for tuning into the Power in Motion podcast today. If you love what you're learning here, then I invite you to take the next step of embodying these concepts into your own life so that you can live your healthiest, happiest life and never again feel held back by your body. Coaching is the fastest, most efficient pathway to taking what you know in your head to actually applying it and seeing results. Whether you're looking to make changes around movement, food, body image, or all three, I'm here to help you nurture a kind, respectful, and trusting relationship with your body so you can feel your very best. Click the link in the show notes to book a free consultation and together we'll uncover what's getting in the way of you having the results you want. You'll leave this call knowing exactly what you need to work on and together we'll explore whether one of my coaching offers is a good fit for you. I can't wait to meet you.